Hi everyone, it's Gibbs. So, last time on Prison Pals, we might have made a big mistake. And it might have been my fault. So I just wanted to take this time to remind everybody that I am ten and a half years old and should not be held accountable for my actions. That's it. So whatever happens now, you can't blame me. Okay, so last time you all spent a good amount of time discussing what to do with Volkar, who revealed that she is from another planet, and so are the other gods. You also found out from Driplim that there was once a war between Celestials and the gods, and that the newborn races maybe aren't so new after all. After a long argument, you came to a decision to make a contract with Skaldrin. In return for sending Volkar back to her planet, along with the egg and the lava squark, you three will go about and try to find the Lantern of Elements, which is said to be located at Vayu's old monastery. You have 30 days before a repossession officer comes back to get the time owed. And so we are going to start back where we kind of left off. Uh, we'll do a little bit of a time skip probably later on, but for now... We were in the middle of a conversation where Ghibli had just realized that maybe their opinions were magically influenced and maybe you all made the wrong choice. So you're telling me after all this stubbornness, you were so adamant that we were not going to fight and uh, now it's gone and you're like, oh, guys, maybe fight's good. Like, maybe maybe we should have gone back and done that. What was up with that, Gives? Yeah, I don't know. It just, ah, you know, what's done is done, though. Let's just get that lantern, I guess. For your sake, since, you know, he signed contract. That was really kind of a dumb move. Gibbs. Yeah. You, I had to fight you to stop you from signing the con- I think, I don't want to accuse you of something being wrong, but you, I had to hold you back, and Holland had to steal the quill from you. And now, are you sure, like- are you okay now? Were you okay then? I'm I'm just confused. I didn't take you for someone that flip-flopped so easily. Yeah, well, I did this time. Bayou, I just think it's I think we should just let it go. We what's done is done. I I guess fine. I'm just kind of annoyed because if I could have avoided selling out my monastery, that would have been a uh, cool to know 20 minutes ago when I decided to do it. But I guess that we're just changing our minds after the fact now it's fine let's just get out of here fine we're still in the volcano that sucks the lava is actually all gone there's no lava pool anymore so now we're just underground <laughs> yeah now you're just underground it's very dark now besides holland sword oh oh good i can make some light okay you all begin to make your way out of this volcano it is a long walk. I don't think any of you really realized how far it was that you all traveled, but it was quite a ways. And as you were exiting the actual bedchambers of Volcar, you begin to hear a rumbling of water. Everyone roll me initiative. A non-natural one. Nice. <laughs> 19. Vayu initiative. 21. First up is Vayu. You are back in the throne room where you were before, where you had met Cinderella, the doors behind you to Volkar's bedchamber have just closed, and you can hear that sweet, sweet sound of rushing water. That's, like, not cool. 
I turn to Driplum and I'm like, is there any way that your water magic could, I don't know, magic us out of here? Because I kind of don't want to swim. Well, I can't really magic us out of here, but what I can do is I can kind of make a bubble. Oh, perfect. And we can like float up. Ideal. Okay. Is everyone okay with that plan? Yes, please. Thank you. No swimming. I suck at that. Scaldron just looks at their fingers, says, I guess that's fine, but whatever. I totally forgot Holland and Gibbs can't swim. Yeah, I was to say, we canonically cannot swim. <laughs> we canonically cannot Excuse swim. Excuse me, Holland can doggy paddle. Okay, so you all stand and wait, keeping yourselves ready behind Driplim as the water begins to plunge downwards into this place. You can see this stream taking up the entirety of this enormous hallway that you would have run into. And as it looks like it's about to strike you, Driplim throws up his hands in a protective motion, and this bubble just forms as the water slams into his hands and stretches around you all, giving you all a safe area within this water. Driplim looks at you all and just gives a slight nod and says, uh, stick close, we're gonna have to walk our way up, okay? Okay. I'm okay. kind of freaking out. This is really, this is this is scary. We're in like a enclosed space, underwater. Oh gosh. And okay. underground. Oh gosh. Do you need me to hold your hand, Holland? Yes, please. <laughs> I hold Holland's hand. No Romo. You all begin traversing upwards. You're beginning to notice that there are creatures now coming down in this stream. There are fish. There are other creatures that live in rivers. <laughs> Squarks. Uh, creatures that aren't lava crayfish and you begin slowly making your way up you eventually make it to the top of the staircase leaving everything that you'd been through behind knowing that a contract has been signed and a deal has been made one that must be kept gibbs you leave without that weight on your shoulders You do not have the weight of that contract binding you or holding you to expectations. And you step up onto the edge with Driplim leading you all. And you see Mistress Aqualis standing there. She gestures for Driplim to come closer to her. And Driplim flies over and hugs his mother as a new bubble is formed. This time from Mistress Aqualis without her focusing or anything. It just appears around you all. And this one, instead of having to move with it, it begins to move on its own, moving down the river with you all, leading you back to Malra. And Mistress Aqualis looks at you all and begins to sign towards you. You notice that at this point, Scaldron has disappeared and is no longer with you all. And Vayu, you also do notice that Vayu Jr. is flying alongside this bubble, just flapping their wings as the bubble bobs up and down the river and when it goes down you can see the creatures and the life returning to the river and as it goes up you can see the forest unharmed by the destruction that had been wrought and so mistress aqualis begins to sign to you all and Driplim begins to translate uh thank you all for all the work that you have done and for stopping volcar i do not know what was done and i hope that my son was a help to you all but thank you um, thank you for, uh, providing us protection so that we could. And thank you for holding back even before that for so long. I, I did my best as much as I could, and I appreciate that. You have done myself and the rest of this forest, this river, this place a favor, and I'm happy to return it. Return it How? I can gift you items, items of great power that might help you, or I could give you other gifts, uh, boons, blessings. From what I can tell of your powers, at least for you, young Bayou, you have the power over elements. I could teach you something, if that is what you wish. I would be interested in that. Alright, that would have to be at a later date, because I'm still regaining my energy, but I could do that. Of course. Thank you. Uh, So she sort of sees you all waiting now, and she nods. um, And she 
reaches her hand out and part of the bubble pops like a little hole opens and some water begins to fall into her hand and as it does it begins to crystallize and it transforms itself into a goblet made of ice and she looks towards you and hands it to you Vayu uh, and Driplim speaks for his mother and says, uh, This is a, a chilled chalice. Um, it, it has many different effects. As long as you drink something from it, magical properties can be transferred over to you. It's sort of like a potion maker, but without all of the extra steps of potion making. And then she holds out her hands again. And once again, another hole opens in the bubble, and this water begins to pour out and it forms into this glass cylinder and there's this cap made of ice it's all actually made of ice but it's clear like glass and there's a solid blue lid and she uncorks the lid and takes it off and then scoops up some of the bubble like literally just runs it through the wall and then it reforms and she places the dark the lid back on, and you watch as a crystalline sort of staff wand thing appears in the center of it, leaving a space in between. And she hands it to you, Ghibli. It's a bubble wand, in case that was unclear. <laughs> and Driplum says, uh, this is um, a bubble wand. It, it's useful for capturing enemies and making sure that they can't get away as fast as they might be able to normally. Um, it's actually quite powerful. A bubble wand. I love, I love it. That. All of Gibbs' magic items are, are going to toy be themed. toys. I love it. And then she looks at Holland, and her eyes narrow. Not in anger, not in fury, just the concern of a mother. And Driplin begins speaking for his mother once again, and he says, You, Holland, you, you have a hard road ahead of you. You are divided between two worlds. So I'm told. The only thing that I can give you, it will tie you more to one world, but it might help you in the future. Do not lose it. Do not replace it. Do not give it to anyone. It is more powerful than you can ever imagine. Should I have it then? I have to give it to someone, and I believe that you were the best one I've ever met to give it to. What do you mean you have to give it to someone? That sounds... Ominous. And she holds her hand out in front of her. And instead of popping a hole in the bubble and then resealing it, instead you begin to watch this glow appear in her chest. And it begins to spin and get smaller and smaller and smaller. And as it's spinning, it begins to travel up the side of her chest and down her arm until it pops out of her palm and lands on it and it is a small blue stone and she picks it up with her other hand and holds it out to you holland put his arm his hands out uh, what is this and she begins to sign this is a water locus it is a concentrated elemental piece of water it has many uses but unfortunately it's not a complete set yet you need the other three, and you need its apparatus. The other three... The other three par primordial loci. You need all four. Okay, and where do I find those? You'll have to take them from the wielders. You'll learn more soon, I promise. Oh, okay, um, thank you. You're welcome. And I believe that we're arriving at our destination soon. And she turns around. And you all look past her, and you now all see yourselves approaching a waterfall. You are all approaching faster and faster and faster to this waterfall. And as the bubble yeets itself off of the cliff, it explodes into smaller bubbles, which collect themselves around you all and cause you to glide safely down to a bridge in Malra, looking as the water returns to the city. We did it, yay! And you can hear gasps and cheers from the city as civilians begin to notice the water has returned, as the rivers themselves come to life, 
these rivers which provide Molra with life. And you all sort of slip back into the crowds, slip away from this excitement. And I'm assuming you all head back to the Heroes Guild. Indeed. Okay. One thing I should mention is that it's not morning. When you arrived at the volcano, it was early morning. Now it seems to be night, uh, much later than it should be based on how long you were there. But you eventually make it to the guild. Where would you like to go? Uh, to sleep. You all head back to your room. And doesn't want to uh, think it about it. It is late night did. on the campus, so you don't really run into anyone who's awake. You eventually make it to your room. Who would like to open the door? Gibbs takes their sticky hand and throws it on the No, Vayu opens the door. <laughs> Why are we making throwing the, opening the door like a thing? I'm stressed. Vayu um, opens the door. As you should be. You open the door and you turn on the light. And the room explodes. And the room explodes and you all die. Um, and we build all this tension. Then we wake up. <laughs> and the room is a mess. Not in a normal, oh, this is our college dorm room mess, but in a, someone took all of the drawers and emptied them out onto the floor, went through your chest and threw all the stuff everywhere. The sheets on your bed, on your mattresses, are completely undone, um, all thrown onto the ground. It looks like furniture in this room has been upturned. Yeah, your room looks like it has been gone through by someone else. Can I make like an... Gibbs will make an investigation check. You all can make investigation checks. Yeah, Jeez. I, I want to see what's missing. Like, yep. did they steal something? Uh, I should also mention that the birdcage is laying on its side. How dare you? <laughs> you can touch my stuff. You can you can ruin my clothes. But don't mess with Bayou Jr. Holland, did you roll investigation? I did. What'd you get? Don't worry about it. <laughs> cool. So, a Three. Um, Sam, what did, not Sam, Gibbs, what did you get? 23. Okay. Fayu, what did you get? 14. Okay. With a 14, uh, we're not gonna talk about the three, cause Holland's just really sad. Um, I'm tired, I don't wanna deal with this right now. Why did someone go to our You're room? not worried about why it is a mess, you're just frustrated that <laughs> it is a mess. He's trying to make his bed. <laughs> you think that, like, it's actually just the mess you left with, and you're like, ugh. So, with a 14, you begin looking around. Um, You begin looking through your stuff specifically, anything that might be misplaced, anything that might be gone. You can see that all your clothes are here, all your items that you had left behind are here. This seems very methodical. It seems like they went through everything. They left no stone unturned in this room. Ghibli, with a 23, you notice it right away. Sitting on the nightstand against where the window is, is a letter. It took a 23 up. to notice the letter. <laughs> well, I figured the 23 should get it before the 14. <laughs> That's fair. And you notice a letter sitting upon the bedside table. Gibbs climbs up to grab the letter. You grab the letter. It is a plain white envelope, but there is a special seal on the other side. It is of a golden coin with a violet raven in the center. Uh-oh. Do I remember that? It's from the cash that we found in the sewers. And the magic items that you found in the sewers and in the forest. Gibbs opens the letter and reads it out loud. You begin reading the letter out loud. Uh, and it says the following. Dear adventurers... Meet us in four days in Blossom Park at midnight. Bring us the items that you have taken from us, or we will inform the guards that their prisoners have escaped. Kind regards, the Violet Raven. What items did we get from these people again? We got that mask, a bunch of money that I probably oh, spent already. Have, yeah, it's probably gone. Okay. Was the sound so, from them? Yes. The Let's talk gone. about this. Okay. Three scrolls, a healing potion, a regular potion, the mask, uh, the ointment, which you completely used, uh, potion of water breathing, and dust of dryness. Okay, so from what I just magically remembered, because uh, someone with a voice told me in my head, we've definitely used 
some of you. But the... <sighs> can I just go to sleep now? I don't want to deal with this. I mean, we do have four days. I feel like we can just talk to Venra and she'll take care of it. What would Venra do? She's an assassin. <laughs> did I know that? Yeah, yes. did. I couldn't remember. Um, Venra and Mela could probably take care of this very easily. Holland, Holland, Holland. My dear, dear boy. I don't want to kill anyone. I'm not in the business of putting out hits on people. But they have a hit on us. No, we just found their stuff and they were they hit it very poorly. I guess that's fair, but I think if we maybe bring extra money to make up for the item. Oh, you also found 200 gold. Let me add that to the list. Thank you. We have uh, 1,059 gold. We're fine. See? And five copper. Ooh, spicy. So if we just bring the five copper, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, no, oh we need to give him his five copper, and that's it. It's yeah. five silver. Uh, so if we just bring the five silver, even better. I think if we just maybe do a little math on what the items we used were worth, just give them the money. Well, let's do it tomorrow, please. Yes. And then Vayu climbs up on their bed and face plants in it. Unmade. Vayu, that's not good. You should probably make your bed first. And then muffled through the pillow, you hear, <laughs> Holland okay. makes the bed on top of Vayu, so there's a sheet on the That's Thank fair. You. We are going to cut forward a bit. In the morning, you all go ahead and you explain to Docantis, your handler, uh, what happened. Do you hide anything from him? Nope. Uh, I would say that I explain around, like, I would just say we have a contract to find a magic item. I'm not going to explain the nuances of where it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you still mentioned the fact that you have a contract. Yeah, we have a contract to have a magic item. I'll say we can. We think we can get it pretty easily. That's why okay. we signed it. Docantis kind of just nods. You can see that his interest is piqued by the fact that you have a contract with Scaldron and Steam and Co. But he doesn't really say anything about it. Um, he lets you all go. You were each given 600 gold each. So I'm adding 1,800 gold to Actually, uh, make it 800. Each? Yes, because this was a city-critical mission. So 2,400. And then you all are let off to go your own ways. We're going to do a minor time skip. The four days up until when this meeting in the park has to happen. In those four days, is there anything that you all would like to do? Vayu and Holland are going to have like a little bit of the preparation for not selling our souls. Mission, keep our souls. <laughs> okay. So I think first, Vayu's going to read the diary that their mom got. Okay. The journal that you were given is, from what you can tell, the second in a series. You're not sure how many are left after this, but this is definitely the second. Because it starts off with the destruction of a different monastery. Your mother writes about how she wasn't expecting the enemy to appear at such a holy place. Her handwriting is shaky as she recalls the monster that descends upon the monastery. She knows that they're going to hunt her, and the artifact to the ends of the earth. She must get more powerful. She needs to learn more. She learned the secret of fire, but she has two more to learn, earth and water. For earth, she needs to go to Zapal and find the people able to shape the deserts. For water, she needs to travel to the earthen isles and find the man who is able to swim the oceans faster than any mortal can run on land. She also begins to mention different elementals she has had run-ins with, and there are six that she mentions. Galvana, Child of Lightning, Sodric, Child of Dust, Scaldron, Child of Steam, Maxilla, Child of Mud, Nimbus, Child of Cloud, and Tang, Child of Forge. And she's drawn some maps and written some notes, but most of them are complete chicken scratch. They're meaningless. But you do get a few good notes. After mentioning needing to learn Earth, she writes, Found them in Zapal, the Markovis Desert. 
And that's basically the gist that you get from studying this journal over the four days. There might be more information hidden inside of it that you haven't learned how to access yet, but you're not sure. This is just what you've been able to find on the surface. Cool. So, that that doesn't take the whole four days, does it? No, no, it doesn't take the whole four days, but it's it's a part of what you do. Right, okay. Uh, so then, Bayou goes to Holland and is like, you said you could contact someone in Ragan. I can do it two times a day. That's a lot. Okay. 25 words. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> can she respond? Yes, with 25 words. And is it like one back, like I, I send one and she re- sends yes. one? It's and like, then again. yes, and that's one, that's one spell slot. Okay. Hey, you do that while we do something else. We can come back to you. Holland or Gibbs, who would like to go first? Gibbs, do you have anything? Uh, yeah, I guess Gibbs would be working, I guess Gibbs would be working on the mechanical servant, right? Okay. So the first thing that happens, the morning after you talk, well, the morning that you talk to Docantis, you gather up the troops, as in yourself Indigo, Indigo's student, and Holland, to all cast repair, not repair, uh, mending on the little red gemstone that you had made. I mean, that you had destroyed. And you all get together. Sam, for this to work, it is a harmonic movement. Okay, so... You will have to spend inspiration equal to the number of people involved. Holland may spend inspiration too to assist but Indigo and the student will not be spending any inspiration. How many people are there? Four total, including yourself. Okay. I can spend... How much do you have? I have five. Um, I have four. Do you want to spend... I can do three. If... Okay. And I'll just cover myself. Yeah. Okay. okay. So spend your inspiration. Why don't you describe to me what this looks like when the four of you cast Mending on this broken and shattered piece of technology how long does mending take technically it counts as six seconds but you can make it longer if you'd like you can make that part of this thing you can flavor it however you want you have four days i kind of just i don't know i don't want to make it like a big deal Gibbs just kind of like wants to you know get a move on so i just kind of imagine it like i don't know Gibbs has it in their palm and everyone kind of like sits in a circle and Gibbs stands and they all put their hand on top of Gibbs' hand and then they go, one, two, three, go team! And then they cast Mending. <laughs> and they cast Mending and there's this bright light as all their hands go up in the air. And you look down and the sphere that you had seen before, the really tiny sphere, is now glowing again. And once again you begin to feel something moving in your backpack. Is that the- Do I still- I still have the goo, don't I? Yes, you do. Oh my goodness, okay, Gibbs. Gibbs opens up their their backpack and kind of searches around for the- It's still in a vial, right? Yeah. Yep, it's still in a vial. And takes out the vial. Uh, It is the vial- Currently the goo inside the vial is slamming against the wall to try and get to the sphere. Hey, um, so, Indigo? Yeah? What's up? So, so because the, the sphere is fixed, this goo really wants to go to it, but last time I touched it, my hands kind of went all gray. I don't think that was a good thing. I don't know what actually happens. Um, uh, you want to take it? Yeah, do you mind if I... He seems very, very interested in this. And he looks and says, do, do you mind if I take that? That's very interesting. I've never seen anything like this before. Well, I mean, you can, like, hold on to it, but, like, don't just take it away. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not going to take it away from you. I would never steal something that another scientist like yourself has found. Thank you. I appreciate that. But if you have any idea what it might be, then... Well, do you mind if I study it a little bit? I'll share my findings with you. Sure. Okay. Uh, In the meantime, we should probably talk about that box. Why? Didn't didn't you want to get it open? Well, yeah, but I kind of wanted to make my robot. Well, the box you found in a place where there was a big mural of some sort of monster. I, We have time to make the robot, but I feel like the box might be important to get done. But the robot's more fun. Alright, fine. <laughs> uh, and he goes and he puts away the gray vial. Um, can I look at the box? Oh yeah, Holland's there. <laughs> right. Yeah, 
I'm looking at the box and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing indigo. But I want to be supportive of this because we need to figure out what this is. Oh, here, Holland! And Gibbs takes off their hat and hands it to him. Okay. The hat is really small. <laughs> you just kind of have to balance it on top. I place it on just... my finger. <laughs> I was going to say you hang it off one of your ears. It's a thimble. It's like it's like a telephone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you put on the helmet. And you can read the inscription now. To those who would attempt to harm these people, beware their unbreakable will. Even amid an overbearing, painful world, their spark grows in places your harsh light cannot reach. What do you think that means, Indigo? Oh, well, the last time I talked with Gibbs, I was saying that it probably means something to do with the light in the room. Like, maybe it has to be, like, super duper bright, or maybe it has to be, like, really dark. I'm not really sure, but... Oh, it's where the light can't reach, right? I guess. So let's go in a dark room. Uh... Okay. I mean, you can hang out in the sewers for a little while. I can open up the grate. I'm sure. Okay. Indigo pulls a, like opens a panel on the wall, pulls a lever, and the metal grate opens up, and you are able to enter into the sewers again. I go down there. Close, close me up. But if I don't say anything in a minute, please open it back up. I'm scared. All right. Closes the grate, uh, and it closes over you. Your sword is glowing, as is your hand. My hand's glowing. Platinum ambition symbol, close in the dark. Opens, like, knocks on the grate. Wait, open it back up. <laughs> Opens it back up. Here, take this. Hands the sword. Do you have a cloth I can wrap my hand up? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, and he hands you, like, a bandana. I wrap my hand up. Okay, close it back up again. <laughs> Closes it again. You head down the ladder, and you pull out the box. And in this complete darkness, the top of the box begins to show a spiral symbol where this light begins to emerge. And as it does, each part of the spiral begins to raise upwards and float up until there's now just this floating panel in the middle of the air where the lid used to be. And the box is beneath it. So there's no... the, 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 the lid came off? Is that what happened? Basically, the top of the box came apart in a spiral shape and is now uh, floating in midair, and the box is open beneath it. I'm gonna look in the box. Okay. Looking into the box, you find a silver chain that ends with two clawed gloves. I will take them out of the box. Okay, you take it out of the box. Uh, there is also a note inside the box. I will read the note. The note says, To remove Yamara's shackles, tear them off with this. May our freedom come to us once again. Do we know who Yamara is? Yes. Uh, Yamara is the great leader that Venny told you all about. So I'm going to go back up. Okay. You head back up. The box uh, once again closes the same exact way that it opened with the spiral in reverse and it seals back up and you head upwards. I found these things to free Yamara. I want to talk to Venny now because Venny knows who Yamara is. So who would like to do what? Because currently we have someone still trying to write a message. I'm done. Okay. I've been done. <laughs> Does Gibbs want to do anything? Because Gibbs want to do the, 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 the robot and I... Gibbs I have more things. Yeah, Gibbs is just working on the robot. Okay, I need, now I need to talk to Venny. Now I need to talk to... <laughs> two people I need to talk to now. So, we're going to go to Ollie first. So basically, you pull out these chains, and Vayu throws open the laboratory <laughs> door. What do you say, Vayu? I finally did the math. I counted the 25 words. I'm ready. All right, let's do this. Is it written or do I just speak it to you? Uh, writing, please. Got you. So I take out a piece of paper and I write, What would an elemental taking the lantern of elements do? Question mark. <laughs> just want to be clear. <laughs> Why is it important? Love you and Amala. Dash by you. Holland takes the letter and he's reading it out loud. And he's like, oh, this is really nice. 
and then it and then it combusts. Do you need me to try again? <laughs> no, that that's it. That worked. Oh, so does it like <laughs> does it like reverse combust when she replies? <laughs> I don't know. I've never done this before. <laughs> you send that message as the note bursts into flames, and it's about a minute or so before you get a response. And the response says, How did you hear about that? It would be very, very bad. It is critical for keeping safety amongst the nations. Love you, Mom. I just want everyone to... Russ was counting as he was speaking on his fingers. Just want to let everyone know. Yeah, that doesn't answer many questions. Now I'm just stressed. So, um, yeah, if you have another message you want me to send, uh, we can do that later. But what if I thought of it real quick right now? Okay, then write it down. Someone was asking for it. Don't worry, though. I'm sure it will be fine. (laughs) Hopefully, I can talk to you soon. Love again. Okay, you send that message along. The response that you get is, Oh, okay. Glad to hear it. I love you. Don't worry. We're taking we're taking care of Vayu Jr. There's no problems no problems here. Drink water. Love you. Wait. What do you mean they're taking care of Vayu Jr.? Vayu looks at Vayu Jr. and goes, "Are you a fake?" <laughs> Vayu Jr. just pecks at their feathers. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, don't I, I look. In, I look deep into his eyes and I go, <laughs> "I trust you." Must be the other one. <laughs> they don't know what birds look like. I feel like we should send another message tomorrow saying, "Get rid of that bird. It's the wrong bird." <laughs> they probably Amala probably just found one on the street and thought it was my pet. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm really concerned now that the, that Rust used Bayou Junior as like a plot device to like get in. <laughs> no, Rust is just shady. Um, okay, that's great. Um, if you want to send more messages, we can do that tomorrow. I have to go talk to two people. If you want to join me, that's great. Why you tags along? Gibbs, have fun with your robot. Okay. First off, we're going to go talk to Venny, our good, good friend. Um, so you approach Venny, who is currently in the middle of the campus, in one of the open courtyards, scratching a dog, who you would recognize as Waffles. The dog belonging to Little Knife, or that team. Hi, Venny. Hi, Waffles. Oh, hello, friends. It is good to see you all. Um, It has been a while. You were gone for a day, which was a long time. How many blinks was that for you? None. <laughs> oh. Improvement, Venny. You know what a day is without having to close your eyes. Yes. Docantis and Gilgamesh Syed explained it to me. <laughs> Gilgamesh Syed! <laughs> You've learned so much in one day. I'm very proud of you, Venny. Um, yes. I found these. Venny's eyes go wide as he looks at these chains, these sort of chained gloves that you've held up. And his eyes roll into the back of his head and he collapses. Venny? Venny? Uh, did, did I just kill Venny? No. I check for a pulse. Uh, Benny has a pulse. Pulse still. So he's not dead. Also, you're a cleric. You should have been doing that. <laughs> I know, but I'm concerned. Benny, wake up. <laughs> I start shaking him. Uh, Holland, right. Holland. I'm practicing medicine. It's fine. And as you begin to shake Benny, uh, they begin to start coming to again. And they look up at you and they say, I, I, I remember now. Remember what? Everything. I, 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 I remember the war. I remember Yamara. I remember him. I remember making that. You made this? Uh, yes, I made it with, 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 what was his name? We, we, we made that to, to rebel against Yamara and the forces. Wait, you made this to rebel against Yamara, but I thought this was to free her. No. No, it's not to free him. He he doesn't yeah. wear the chains. He puts them on people. He he takes away their magic, their ability to fight. He he turns them into into statues of gold. Forces their bodies to be corrupted by their own magic. It fuels the bracelets. This is meant to break them, to free them. Now I have to go talk to someone else. I have to go talk to Malachi now too. 
I, I I think that you you said that there was there was a mural, correct? Yes. That was... snake was Yamada. Okay. And um, he turned you into a snake? No, no. I've I've always been a snake. Uh. I I I, I was once his son. I worked well as his son. I guess I'm not actually related to him, but I worked for him. But I I rebelled. I did not want to do what he asked me to do. It, 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 it was cruel. It was hurtful. Thank you for telling us, Venny. I'm sorry that uh, we just made you remember a lot. I'm, um, I'm still processing it all, but I I, 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 I... This is bad. What is bad? I don't understand what's bad about it. We, can, we have these now. <laughs> Those aren't enough. They, they may fight the chains that he puts on people, but they do not fight him. He's stronger than just one item. And he's still alive? I do not know if he can die. Oh, good. That's great to hear. Love that. Are you going to be okay, Venny? I will need time, but I have a very fluffy therapy dog to hug. Yes, hug Waffles. Waffles is very nice. And Venny just hugs Waffles. Now we need to go find Malachi, because we can finally have something to fix him. Alright. I guess. Running everywhere now. We have answers. We opened the box. You begin sprinting to the palace where Malachi is being held. When you get to the front gate, there are some guards who try and stop you. Um, but you make such a commotion that eventually Empress Kali Kena shows up. And she allows you all into the palace because you explain that you have something important to solve a crisis with Malachi. And you eventually find Malachi in a tea room of sorts, just sitting at a lovely hearth, looking very relaxed. And you two burst into the room, ready for action, and Malachi jumps his tea goes flying in the air, then perfectly lands back in the cup. And so he looks at you all. You. <laughs> it's, it's very anime of me. And he looks at you all and says, Oh, h- hello, friends. It's It's been a while. Uh, tea? Uh, no. Give me your arms. <laughs> hey, Give Holland? me your hands. No, Holland, that's In very... marriage. <laughs> uh, I'm actually already... Well, I was married. I'm uh, just joking. Just give me your arms, please. Uh, okay. Uh, and he pushes over his arms. You can see that the gold is still there, and the gold fang wristbands are still embedded into his arms. And he holds them out to you. I placed the two ends of the 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 claws on both one both wristband thingies. So you're wearing it like gloves, and you place them on the wristbands. Oh, I had to wear them like gloves. Okay, yeah, you wear them like gloves. They're like mittens that are still tied together because you didn't take off the tag. <laughs> Good description. You place these claws onto the fangs that bite into Malachi's arm. And as you do, they begin to glow brighter and brighter and brighter. Until finally, there's a flash of light. As you are now holding two golden snakes in your hand. That begin to writhe around and move, looking to bite anything. And they begin to bite onto the claws that you're wearing, but they can't pierce it. I don't know what to do with this. I, I have two snakes. <laughs> uh, uh, throw it into fire! Throw it into the fire! <laughs> uh, is there a fireplace in here? Yes, there's a hearth to make the tea. <laughs> I throw them in the fire. Okay. You toss them into the fire, and they both begin to twist and wriggle and then they go completely still just two pieces of gold and the snake-like features disappear until it's just sticks of gold uh and you begin to watch as the gold that was on malachi begins to fade away off of his chest away from his arms and malachi is free now i'm scared and malachi looks at you all and says what how did you do that I, I found these in a box that we found in a snake temple. I've just been following him. He's been running around. Uh, I'm just here for the adventure. This means I can tell you everything. Uh, I can explain everything. I can explain about the gouging. I can explain where I was. I can 
I can tell you everything. My, my name is Malachi. I was born and raised in Nairs when the gouging happened, as you all called it. I, I fell through the rift. I fell through through the void that you've been calling it, and I ended up someplace completely different. It was icy. It was frozen. It was a wasteland. And in the distance, there was this this tower, enormous, gigantic. It, it went far, far above me, and I, I couldn't even see the top of it. It went past the clouds. And that's when I was collected by 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 these creatures wearing these strange suits and they 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 brought me inside and there were other people there other people from nairs who i'd seen before and we were put into some sort of dungeon to to make items for this 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 man in white the one that you that you all saw me fight that we all fought together and and we made things we made weapons we made we made armor we made so many things and then i messed up I did something bad, and he froze me. He he put me into this chamber in a wall, and it got really cold. And then I woke up, and it was quiet, and no one was around, and there were all these flashing red lights, and I I managed to escape via this 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 sphere, the sphere that you all found me in. But it was a hard fight to get out there. I, I'm not really good with weapons. I sort of had to sneak around and use some magic and corrupt myself like like you all saw um what else what else what else what else and he's just holding his head trying to remember everything that he can now tell you because before these manacles were holding him back and he is just manic basically he is freaking out at the fact that he now has full control of himself again would any of you like to do anything i'm gonna give him a hug I want to make you roll for hug, but I don't want to make you roll for hug. What if he fails hug? <laughs> if he fails hug, then he gets stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you give Malachi a hug, and you calm him down. This sort of, best way to describe it is a panic attack. Like, he's he's freaking out about this. This is not this is not his normal state. He is talking more quickly and more actively than he has. He hasn't taken a single breath, like... And you begin to calm him down. It takes about 40 seconds, a minute or so, before his breathing starts to become a little more normal. He's still excited, he's still on the edge, but he's calmer now. Would either of you like to do anything? I get him more tea. Okay, you get him some tea. and We have time if it. you remember more things. You don't have to tell us everything you know right now. Take your time. I... I mean, I've just experienced two people uh, remember. Well, I guess you had the memories. I this has happened twice today, and usually it doesn't happen any times. We've had a lot of information thrown at us. Take your time. Maybe write things. I'm glad that you're glad that you can tell us. His name's Yamara. The man in white. Yes. And that tower? It isn't a tower. It's a ship. Like a boat ship. No, like travel through space ship. So I'm I'm still uh, reckoning with the existence of like other planets. Mm-hmm. I learned that like two days ago. Yesterday. Yesterday. I only learned it recently. You went to space? Not by choice. I think the rifts and voids take us to other planets. So the ice was a different planet. That's what I think. I've never seen a place like that anywhere here. That makes sense. Wow. I feel wow. like we need to like recoup, recoup, and organize all of our information so that we know we have everything together. Because we have a lot of information now, and I feel like we need the entire group to come together and to just throw everything out there and make sure everyone's on the same page. Because now we know who the threat is. At, at least one threat i i agree holland so malachi will be back of course we'll we'll organize our thoughts i'll i'll write down anything i can try and get all the information that i have and put it somewhere so everyone can read it and make sure that they understand what's happening thank you i appreciate it i hope uh you enjoy freedom uh and he holds out his hand 
and you watch as a little magical light begins to appear oh and dances around almost like two humanoid figures dancing in the palm of his hand and he says yeah i've missed it Hey everybody, it's Sam. So, that episode, huh? A lot of information was revealed that could possibly change the course of the show. So, if you perhaps want to discuss where you think the show's gonna go now and what our characters are gonna do with this information, uh, I recommend reaching out to the Prison Pals community. It's a very lovely community. You can find this community through Twitter. Uh, so if you go to our Twitter, at Prison Pals, you could find people there. And on that Twitter, you could find our Discord, which is where you can go to talk to other listeners of the show and also the cast. Everyone's super nice. It's really wholesome. And we get to talk about the show, which you may not hear anywhere else but on the Discord. So I recommend joining. We're all very nice. I promise. Outside of that, there's the usual spiel of you know the twitter twitter discord 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 also we have a patreon please consider supporting us uh everything that we collect through there goes directly to our hosting fees so it really helps us out aside from that i guess i can just go straight into the artist spotlight so this week's artist is m goldschmidt goldschmidt is an artist as well as a writer uh so your art her art you can see right away it's on uh instagram at underscore m goldschmidt um and on etsy at m goldschmidt art uh the type of art they do it pretty much consists of one thing and it's mandela art mandela art i just realized i don't know how to actually say that word and that i've only ever read it so don't make fun of me Anyway, it's like the circular things with the patterns that go in little spirals over and over again. It's really pretty. It's super cool. <laughs> if my description sucks, just go to their accounts and look at yourself. Aside from that, uh, they, like I said, are also a writer. So they do have a website where you can sign up for their newsletter, which is www.mgoldschmidt.com. Their next book isn't out and published yet, but they do write fantasy novels about queer characters. So if you want to hear when their first book comes out, sign up for that newsletter. And until then, take it easy. <laughs> that's, that's really all I have to say. Oh, the little announcement. Uh, from now on, our episodes will be released on Wednesday mornings instead of Tuesday mornings. So like, this one um for the foreseeable future so yeah just a heads up um now aside from that i appreciate you all and i hope you have a great day